Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello? Welcome back to another edition of Boots, Balls, and Bras with myself, Ertha Pond, and the amazing, legendary Farrah Williams. Um, strongly disagree, yeah, some... strongly disagree. <laughs> <laughs> we have so much to talk about. The World Cup that just keeps on giving. Oh my gosh. Um, right. It seems... Uh, it seems ages ago now, England annihilated China. Um, goals galore. We talked about them not being able to find the back of the net and all of a sudden they went fishing, mate. It was it was amazing, but good goals. People turned up and Barry, you look like you're bursting at the seams. Go go on, off you go. Mate, I got to wa- I got to watch it actually with McDonald's. It was quite funny to be fair. We sat in like a little um I'm not a fan park, but a kinda of like little fan park thing. I was with H and H and uh, Tom of Love Island. Honestly, you know, like you forget where you are. I forgot where I was. Like I'm sitting there, England is scoring. I'm off the thing, talking like I'm sitting in my living room, like with my mates, like gassing everybody. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> the kids behind me filming me, what? and at the end of the game, they're like, oh, would you like me to airdrop you the uh, videos I got of you celebrating? Honestly, uh, to the point, yeah, my Wi-Fi weren't working, so they even had to lend me their their uh, Wi-Fi code <laughs> and to, to, to send me the videos. I was crying. I could upload them so yeah no I like to be fair I think you know we spoke a few times before that China game about how we're going to replace Kira I tried to go through different for uh diff- we didn't go through different formations we went through different personnel just because Serena is a creature of habit like even Viv Miedema will be like changing from a 4-3-3 like mm-hmm. she'd never done it before so for her to literally throw us all out of the flipping whatever the war I was like what is going on we're playing with a back 5-3 whatever you want to call it They've only got one in front. But to be fair to her, she got it bang on. I think picking three out-and-out defenders in Millie Bright, Jess Carr and Alex Greenwood, knowing that they'll they'll sit in the back line. And then obviously Katie Zellman, we know, is very disciplined in that role. And by the way, I thought she had a phenomenal game that no one's really spoken about because Lauren James was so good. Um, To come and feel... She didn't do the same job as Kira, but to feel that role that Kira's pretty much made her own and everyone's spoken about it, to come in and do the job she did, I thought she was phenomenal. But um, yeah, the formation, uh, like wing backs, it allowed Lucy to to be able to attack more and, you know, less def- uh, defensive responsibility, which probably suits her at the minute. And mm-hmm. then the goals, mate, all of the goals are good. Even even Chloe Kelly's, even though the keeper made a mistake, the, the goal was good. And about, I was like, oh, all of them. What about the disallowed goal? Oh, mate. Don't get started on VAR yet. I don't know the rules of the game, Earth. I'm losing what? my mind. Like, even, like, I'm losing my mind. I'm like, I get it. She's in line with the goalkeeper as the, the cross comes in. The goalkeeper's not even involved. The boy ain't even on target. It's a cross. Yeah. I don't understand. I can't, I can't work it out how Lucy is affecting her, her line or view of whatever the ball. It was a whole whole second, third phase before it come back at her. Crazy. Mate, like, it's... mad, mad decision, yeah. but denied the kid a hat trick, man. And what a performance, by the way, from LJ. 
Like when James was yeah. like, uh, so you try and find the words because I've been trying to find words all season, and then this World Cup, she's just gone up another knot. Yeah, I think definitely growth. When I was thinking about this, though, I was thinking about this the other day. I was thinking like, obviously, we gas her in terms of like how good she is, but she performs and she turns up. And I'm thinking like, who's a player that's that's excited me like that? Like from a youth perspective, that's young. Yeah. Like in a very long time, and I think the only person that I can think back, like back, back, back in the day, is like Leanne Sanderson. Like we haven't had anyone that's been like head and shoulders above like their their age and just sort of performing. Like it's it's good in terms of having talent, but to do that on the world stage, I think for me that those handful of the younger players who you can see is just playing with freedom, but also yeah. you have to give like props to the managers they're allowing them to be able to go out and do that so it's again you've talked about obviously going into a new setup and when you were younger and breaking through quite early and having to like adapt and like play to systems like yes they're that part of the learning in terms of their knowledge of the game but I'd say also and- just their performances and the way they just do it like okay. yeah it, it's been yeah. really exciting so I keep I keep messaging you um, Lauren and be like, behave, yeah. Come down, come down, come down, behave, just, yeah. yeah. Just, yeah. Literally, 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 like, um, saluting um, emojis and laughing. So, yeah, it seems like she's enjoying it out there for sure. Yeah. Mad, mad. But, yeah, like, I I, I mean, the, took her, to be fair, it took her a while, right? In that, in that, Because I was like, I've been wanting her to go in the 10. Obviously, what I've noticed about the World Cup is actually central areas for like national teams is congested. Like most goals are coming from wide areas. Obviously we've got a couple of goals from from Central that pass that Lauren made for Lauren Hemp and the touch on Hempo, flipping hell. The finish. Well, like that have... whole goal was like next level. Like the pace of the pass, the touch that took out the defender and the composure to finish. Like I was I was like, nah, this is mad. Well, but even you... you know what you know what's annoying? Uh, if you know what's annoying yeah, is that no one like no one has spoke about Russo's goal. That um... finish the half like to create that little yard of space for herself to turn and hit that finish mate I was like and then I was up like I'm up I'm thinking yes she's off the mark like she needed that the pressure that she's had to play yeah. with in the number nine like given being given that responsibility whether she'll say it or not or whether the team will say it it's a, like she's been under pressure she didn't play like that yeah. she's obviously worked her, her way and obviously tried to create something out of nothing but I'm glad she got us off the mark and she got off the mark in that but wait there Lauren James's second goal. Mate. Nah. <laughs> nah. 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 The second goal, yeah. No. No. Already the first one. Already the first one difficult, yeah, from the cutback from the free kick. Bang. Yeah. The second now. I can't. Do you know what? I can't. The whole, I can't. Uh, goals, it just, the only place I can describe seeing that level of goals is at what? a youth club. <laughs> I promise you, like, you don't, like it, it, it almost like there's absolutely no pressure. Like no we're just respect. Do... Her, but it was like I'm just gonna bounce that first time left foot, side foot, volley over your head. Yeah, like you're not even standing in the net. I can't even. Like, nah. it's a, I wouldn't. Like, it's it's great. It, it, it's it's great for the fans. It's great to see where the games come in. It's great to speak to see for me even just the range of goals. Like like you said, build yeah. up all the different teams. Like individual goals and then just like technical goals as well and I think that's another thing that 
we're seeing like in terms of the gaining, the growth, the more investment and, and how girls have been able to, I guess, get on the ball more often and being Thank able man. to, I guess, have strikes like that and have plays like that more regularly. I'm so confident in, in order to do it. So the World well, Cup, it's definitely given. Nigeria next. Nigeria next. What are we saying? Lauren, Shimtad's in the post. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they arrive in time. <laughs> yeah, Nigeria like, next. They've got a couple of players that we, we certainly have to be. Yeah, it'll be a good game. But there's a couple of players that we have to keep our eye open, like our eye on. Like especially, you know, the Haiti game. I hope the Lionesses would have learned from that. I actually think the new formation will suit those transition moments. I think, you know, we certainly look a lot more secure with a back three and, and obviously Zellum in front in terms of the transition mm-hmm. we didn't really get exposed centrally through that um, and obviously they've got Assis Ashwala up top and Kanu so two danger players Assis well aware of these players played against them when she was in WSL but obviously in Europe as well and then you know I keep going on about it but that Tony Payne man mm-hmm. player. so there's, there's three key players there but I think that we are in terms of where we're at in our development phases in terms of a nation we're like well above them and it's a team that we should be beating. I know they beat Australia and people probably have a bit of a shock result, but I definitely think it's a team that we can be beating. It reminds me of the uh, 2019 um, World Cup where we had Cameroon in, in that next round, that last 16, and we all thought it was going to be difficult because obviously they're an aggressive nation. You know, powerful, fast, transition, counter-attacks are very good. Yeah. Um, but we dealt with that 2-0. Uh, we got an early goal. So I think an early goal against Nigeria will probably help us more than anything. What are you yeah. thinking? I, I definitely agree. I, I think we we should win that. Um, I'm not necessarily yeah. going to say easily, but I think we've got enough technically and tactically to be able to to break them down and and score, especially if we're on form like we were the other day against China. For me, I think it's going to be concentration. We just have to make sure that we, we stay in the game um, and don't let, I guess, any events or anything that happens in the game sort of shake us that's going to be like super important in terms of us sort of seeing it out um and like you said there's a there's a couple of players in Nigeria's team that I think could cause us issues but I think we're definitely we're, we're too dominant in terms of our preparation I think our consistent level of football across the field um to be able to be undone but who knows who knows we're, we're in a world I, cup I didn't give you score prediction for this game because my head's fell off I'm not giving score prediction for England. Like they're they're pulling my well, pants down. They're pulling my pants down in this tournament. Yeah, one nil, one nil, six one. I'm thinking at what least the hell? four nil. I'm, I'm at least four I'm, nil. I'm not even score predicting. You do it. We're just gonna win. That's my prediction. England win. No, we progress to the. Um, we progress is my prediction. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. On to our second half, um, looking at the rest of the world and what's been going on. Um, been really exciting. There's been some shock. Shock. Um, is that what you Farrah, call it? Shock. I don't know where you're like, team. I don't know where they got. It's meant what to be winning to the World Cup because they are on their way home. Um, They're coming home, mate. And yeah, I'm sure we'll get into it. But can you see I've got my Bob Marley t-shirt on today because oh, yeah. Jamaica. Jamaica. Oh my gosh. When I leave, I cannot believe. I can believe. I told you. See? Yeah, I know you can you can believe you because you were that, you didn't you, believe you, me, right? You were being serious before the tournament saying they're gonna get far. You didn't know like so yeah, you you trusted in them for sure. Look, I promise you, like and I guess this is coming from like personal experience of like being in the Caribbean and seeing the level of football, like from on a general like participation piece, like, like in the Caribbean, they they call it going to take a sweat. So they're going to take a sweat on the field, so they go and play football. And I promise you, yeah, you'll have players there that's got boots. Some of that's got studs on the hardest, driest ground. You'll have some that's got no shoes on. We played on the concrete, yeah. Literally, no shoes on, and they're all playing. And the goal, I I kid you not, is the size of a milk crate. And I promise you, if you think we're, we're accurate in our big goals, the way there. that they can finish in the smallest, smallest frame is unreal. So, like, we look at the journey that Jamaica's made, like having to crowdfund to get to a tournament, embarrassing. We're not even going to talk about that. Like, there's obviously we know that there's great support from um, Bob Marley's daughter who sort of helped them in terms of the Reggae Girls Foundation to get there. But I think... Again, just looking at the recruitment that they've done across the world of that Jamaican mm-hmm. heritage to, I guess, bring that next level of, I guess, excellence in terms of professionalism, but also still having that mixture of girls who still like play on the island, like, is amazing. Yeah. And that alone is not inspirational just for Jamaican people. Like, I'm in a group with another Caribbean island national team. And they are sending waves across the world, like especially across the Caribbean. They right. all will believe now that they have a chance to, to, to be successful. So for me, like they say, like in Jamaica, there's a thing that says we're little, but we're Talawa. Yeah, that means that we're small in terms of the island, but what we can do, mate, they've just proved it. Like the whole country, yeah. I think there must be everyone's team now. Apart if their national team not in it, they've got to be. Right. Uh, them and Morocco has mm. to be their their second team for sure. Yeah. I don't know what you think. Hundred percent. No, look, uh, like obviously everyone was in, in that opening game where the, the performance they gave against France and everybody was like, you know, is it a one-off? Like they were phenomenal against France. Then they stifled France. They stopped France playing. France couldn't create anything. Um, and everyone was like, you know, it's a one-off, ninety-minute opening yeah. game. Pressure of France because no one's speaking about them. The French got their own way in terms of a new manager, personnel, etc. So everybody was like, oh, it was just like a fluke result. To then go and win the second, 
and then go and draw with uh, Brazil. So th this is two top nations they took points off, by the way, and not Brazil out. It's no fluke. It's no, no. fluke. And they yeah. look like they're together. And they played the second no. game without their star player in Bunny Shaw. Not. So they've had, their, they, they, they've had their bumps in the road in that group stage anyway. And they've performed. They've been together. I think you heard Bunny Shaw. No one believed in us. We stuck together. We believed in each other. And you heard that. And you could see that in their performance. So I don't know if you saw the huddle and the little clip that went out on socials. Yeah. Bunny Shaw saying, no one believed, but we believed. Well, they do, and, and it shows. And I think that sometimes in sport, when a when a, a group unite the way that they they look like they have and stick together, anything is possible, and and, and certainly anything is achievable. But it's mad. Like obviously, Jamaica have, uh, have progressed. Morocco, after being thrashed in that opening game from the Germans, they actually sent the Germans out of their group. Another massive like. Yep. I mean, what has that done? Like, what has that done for for, for, for football? Like, who would have thought? I think they're seventy fourth or seventy seventh ranked in the world. They knocked out the second ranked team in the world the favorites one of the favorites for the my favorite for the tournament like, what favorite. Game? and you know what their performance yeah my, my favorite for the tournament their performance against colombia they deserved the win they were they were better than colombia <laughs> like yeah it was uh it was mad so like obviously they've gone through obviously south africa beating italy last minute goal <laughs> like the tournament like them the last group games i wasn't expecting that from the tournament but <laughs> mate the the last group game of the tournament have been so exciting in terms of the team that have progressed. I think we've got like, what, three African nations now that have gone through? Morocco, yep. Nigeria, South Africa for the first time. Mm -hmm. I think even the first time a South American team has progressed in, um, what's it called, uh, Colombia. Like, it's mad and, and it's great mm -hmm. to see it. Because, uh, how many people questioned at the beginning of the tournament or not just right before the tournament, when they, when they added more teams and said, you know, the depth will be too big, like the gulf between the best and the rest, you know, it's progressed too much and you know, it's going to hinder the Lennon. tournament. It's going to make the tournament, like, look worse and whatever else. It's improved the tournament. It's made the tournament more competitive. It's brought shocks to the tournament. It's made people open their eyes to the game, like, in all different ways. It's opened, it's it, 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 it booted down barriers that have been there for, for women in different reasons. Like, we, we spoke on our last pod um, mm -hmm. a few weeks about, uh, back about, um, what's the name, Benzina with the, with the hijabi. Mate, what has that done for, like, women's football across, like, like the, the Muslim culture, for example, it's done so much for sport. Diversity, what it's done, it's mad. It's mad well, to see all these 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 barriers being broken down in in one <laughs> in one tournament already. Yeah, and I think that that bit you just talked about in terms of diversity, like Morocco, we talked about it. We we haven't really touched about teams yeah. that have fallen out in terms of like eighty and stuff like that that are, that have been participating. And I just think, like I always say, it like football has the power to make so much difference in society. Like, especially when you look at, like, race, like a social construct, and you look at the amount of players that actually play women's football. Like, diversity-wise, like, not great. You come to a World Cup, and the uh -huh. standout players, majority have been from, like, a hey. black heritage background. Hey. You think like, Via Smith, okay, let's, let's go for it. So Via Smith, standout. Lauren James, standout. Yeah. The, is it Brutes from from my team right here? I don't know how you pronounce the name. Quite difficult. Yeah. Brutes, a young girl. Yeah. There's four. You think of even even uh, Tony Payne. That's four. You think of the um, Colombian. What's the name? Casado. Five. The Haiti said the girl. What's the one from Haiti? What's the name? Glory. Yeah. Uh, for Woody, like these are like these are these are the players that are shining, shining a light on 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 women's football. Exactly. Statistically, it doesn't make sense. So this yeah, is my whole point right? in terms of like. The game has the ability to make such a difference. We have to, it's down to investment. Like that's, that's the bottom line. But I guess the, like Marta said, the more times you have 
like these stages where people can perform, the more I guess we create heroes, we we create like idols that people can believe that yeah. this is a sport that they can be involved in. Um, yeah, yeah it, for me, like the sort of the football, yes, it's great and I love all that, but actually the societal issues and the way that it's inspiring people. Again, it's it's just so different from from the no. men's game because it, it's re, it's realistic to them. It's they feel yeah. like we can really achieve it. Like it's something that is actually possible. And yeah. if it's a thing where potentially it's a barrier where their parents or someone doesn't believe that it's a space for them, it's just another receipt, another example that yeah. look like I can do it. Like give yeah. me the chance. So it creates hope. Effa, like you mentioned her there, Lionel Marta, man retiring from international football, you know, going out obviously at the group stage wouldn't have been a way that one, she would have wanted to go out, but two, you know, even deserve to go out given her career and what she's done for, for the women's game. Phenomenal. For, I mean, a player that I don't even know, again, you probably can't find a word to describe the talent. It's mad crazy to achieve all of what she achieved, the, the individual awards she picked up along the way, the way she carried Brazil as a nation for, you know, how many tournaments. Um. Yeah, word on her, man. Mad. But you know what? Uh, I think back to when I was in uh, Canada under 18 World Cup, first ever World Cup, yeah. There was this kid bouncing around, yeah. Like, literally, like, zip down. You could see her sports bar, like, little belly, whatever. Like, you know, like, when we're kids in it, we're a little bit chubby. <laughs> then this kid played the game, Eartha. And it was her. It's Marta, 15-year-old Marta in an under 18 World Cup. Absolutely teared up the tournament. Like, they'd be thinking I was good, yeah. And then I'm watching this 15-year-old playing on the, on the under-80, honestly, on and from that day, I took note. From that day, forget senior football because, you know, not many, not many opportunities you get to play against, like, the, you know, who's going to be the future player. You never know. You, you you play opposition when you're young, you know, for your national team, and you think, oh, she was good, but, like, how good? Like, yeah. But she went on and proved to the world, like, from 15, how flipping good she was and had, a, as I said, legend <laughs> of the game beautiful words in a in a in a post about visibility and you know she had no female role models now she's leaving you know the national team with um the young girl with the opportunity to, to 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 dream you know she wasn't able to in terms of like women but i don't know if you've got some words about her because she's a phenomenal player yeah I, f- I found that statement quite funny actually she was like i had no idols no visibility and i'm thinking my idol was sissy from brazil so how come i saw her <laughs> And she's more number 10. And you had no idols. Uh, that statement confused me. I was like, how did I see the person in your country? And you had no one that we saw. But no, that that was a that was a funny part. But definitely, like to say, these players come around too and far between. I remember when I played a season out in America and there was a term special in terms of Western New York slash. And I think they paid like two million pounds, something ridiculous for like, for Marta to come and join their team. I think it actually like broke the whole league. I think her signing was one of the things that yeah, made the league perhaps. Literally, but she was yeah. that good yeah. that they were convinced that they needed her like in their game and, and in their team. And I guess for a small region like Western New York, sort of Buffalo, just for Canada, like it grew the game like massively. So even just her being in a space allowed the game to grow. And someone who has that in that not only leads when she's on the pitch and when she's there, but um, in her absence as well, sort of passes that that on. 
I think it speaks volumes for for that. And yeah, again, top goal scorer, male or female in the World Cup, which is on seventeen goals now. Yeah, um, mad in it. Yeah, just tick all the box. We've seen Ike Best, World Best, Ballon goal, and she's been injured for a bit as well. So uh-huh. to even still yeah. be able to achieve to all of these yeah. I was seeing if we can rearrange her name. She's got the same letters as me. If I change the M and turn it sideways, we we might be able to spell her. What is wrong with you? <laughs> Only you would be thinking these things. Only you would be thinking Wait, these things. outside. Uh, got think outside the box. But uh, what about what about referees? Yeah, with their announcements. What do you think of it? You know what? Right. To be fair. I was thinking when I first heard it, I was like, oh, this is like, okay, they're saying like, whatever, goal, no goal, offside, whatever, whatever. The one that was like, the, did you see the time where she was like, um, offside, no goal, goal. No. <laughs> it's like, after VAR with it. You know, I saw it. I messaged you straight away. No goal. Goal. I was thinking, are you okay? <laughs> but, you know, yeah, I don't know what do. I think I think what they Someone... should do is just give the referees, especially because there's a language barrier sometimes, yeah. what they could teach to do to help them is when they've announced there, they've made the decision from the VAR on the mic and they said they know what it is. They need to put the yeah. writing up first on the board yeah, yeah, yeah. and then they can announce it. So just before she says yeah. it, it comes up and then she announces. So visually, there's an A yeah. there and then yeah. audio, you can hear it. It doesn't really matter. It's up. Once it's up, it's up. Yeah. That's the way to give it because goal, no goal, 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 no goal. Side, it's not side, on side, not on side. Like, yeah, it's a, uh, you're right. It's, but it's, it's good. A language barrier. It's good. I like the fact that they're like saying that, like, after a review yeah. and then they're saying it rather than obviously going to the monitor and then just mm-hmm. pointing to a goal or whatever. Everyone's a bit like, what's going on? Like, with the handball, it's like, you know, the Lucy handball, as much as it was harsh as hell, it's like, okay, after VAR review. Whatever penalty number two handball whatever so you're you're kind of aware like there's been there's been an incident so I like I like what they're trying to do with it I think obviously it needs to be tidied up a little bit um, but yeah I guess for the for the crowd but the I stadium. think as well just in terms of I think just in terms of the the women's game and I think or maybe the, across all football just again yeah. just celebrating the diversity of top referees like having them in that space I think it shouldn't be something that's sort of looked on upon and, and said, oh, we shouldn't do it because actually there's that small like margin of error of like the language barrier. Actually, yeah, I think it's great. It, it celebrates that and I guess it, it shows growth and allows people to not necessarily make mistakes, but we for the game to grow and, and everyone to be more inclusive and, and to be involved. Okay. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm for it for sure. Let's uh, let's just talk about some of the the results. Obviously, seeing teams go through. Obviously, Af- uh, South Africa beat Italy three two. Argentina lost two 0 to Sweden. Panama, they scored three against France, so six three in, in that France game. And that goal, mate, do you see that goal from the free kick? That's got to be one of the goals of the tournament. Yeah, that's the goal of the tournament. That's the goal. That was nicely hit. Yeah, uh, for what a strike, please, from far, far. I don't know how she even generated power. And then, obviously, Morocco beating Colombia 1-0. Well, Korean far. Republic. What? Far, far. I said for um, what? What? I can't hear you. Not to the Oh, Korea, obviously, won. Uh, Korean Republic won. 
Germany won. Um, and that was the last group games rounded up. And then obviously we've got the last 16, which takes place on, what day is it today? Friday, so tomorrow. Last 16 tomorrow, so it's Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, the round of 16 games. Barrow. Make sure you chill. Yeah. What, what's, what's, what's the game of the round that you're looking forward to at the, the 16? Um, oh, Sweden, USA. Sweden, USA, because Sweden oh. have apparently come out saying that this is the best time to play the US. Given the fact they've they, I don't think they, they don't beat the US that often. Everybody seeing the US as vulnerable right now. So, yeah, uh-huh. they've, they've a bit outspoken with that. So, that will be an interesting one. How about you? Um, I think I'm going to go France, Morocco. Just because I know there's a lot of like heritage there. Obviously, in the men's yeah. game, that was a, one of the fixtures as well. That was the fixture um, in the World Cup, wasn't it? Weren't it in the semi final? Yeah, it was a semi final yeah, fixture yeah. of Qatar. In the, I was going to say in the summer at Christmas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, big picture. Um, so, yeah, looking forward to that. Um, and I, I know there's a lot of like, in terms of like French, Moroccan heritage, like Algerian, okay. like there's quite a close link in terms of that as well. So, that, that should be a good a good party. So I'm looking France, Morocco. Yeah. Erfa, quick one. Jamaica be um who to make a place in now? They're playing who to make a place now? Colombia, sorry, that's it, yeah, because obviously Colombia could play England. Okay. If if Jamaica beat Colombia and England beat Nigeria, it's a match up. It's a match up. What yeah. shirt in Colombia? What shirt? Make a shirt or your England shirt. Fifty fifty? I let me tell you. I'm not Jamaican, but I am going to be yellow, black, and um, yellow and black hat. I'm going to have a Jamaican t-shirt on. I'm going to have the glasses. I'm going to have my carnival horn. Let me tell you. Your string vest? Yeah, Yeah, you got your string vest. You better get your string vest. I'm going to have a string. I'm going to have, wait there, a string vest dress. (laughs) How do you know? I promise you. I know that. You're, Let me tell little, you. Little fine one. Uh, Let, like, literally, they when they win, yeah, against Colombia, <clears throat> they're gonna be they're gonna be England. Nah, they're gonna be England. They're, 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 they're gonna they're okay. gonna be England. Nah, you're funny. I don't think they, I don't think they will. To be honest, but we'll see. Okay, fans, questions. Thanks for your questions. We had a lot more coming through um, after we begged for some questions that we put forward to us. So here's a few that we've picked. Uh, I've got one for you here. It comes from, I don't know what how it is. It's N-I-K-Z-1-0-A. How do you think we can increase ethnicity within the game? Good question, that. Very, very good question. Um, I think if we're talking about domestically here in in England, I think we talk mm-hmm. about access to the game and people being able to to get there. I think that's one part of it. I think in terms of where it's taking place, I think we'd have to go and meet young people where they are. That's that's a great way <laughs> to, I guess, increase football and, and find talent there. So going into spaces where young people are already at, but bringing that professional coach that can stretch and challenge other people um, to number one, get better, but also to improve their interest. And then maybe just looking into like non-traditional spaces. So like youth clubs or like faith groups or like those sorts of spaces where, again, there are young people gathering, but not necessarily, 
you'd think to go in and sort of deliver sports but ultimately there's always going to be young people that have some sort of interest so I think more work in communities rather than them having to come out to get top level mm-hmm. coaching or, or better provision and then looking in your non-traditional spaces in terms of trying to find where that next gem is but also just getting young people moving in those spaces as well so mm. that would be a great way for diversity 100 percent, 100 percent. and obviously you know that having worked with those groups obviously knowing their needs and everything else but to be fair if you look back to the england starting 11 throughout the whole of the euros to the team that we've lined up with against um china and then obviously hopefully that team will stay the same through the tournament there's a slight improvement in terms of visibility for wild players over here in England. So there's an improvement there slightly. I've got a question for you, Farah. Um, from underscore Emily underscore Heights, she asks, do you think England should line up the same as Tuesday and going forward in games? Yeah, I think we, yeah, I do. I think we became a little bit predictable with the 4-3-3. Um, and I felt like we would, we didn't really have the personnel to play it how we played in the Euros. So I think with the, with the injuries that that we, we got coming into the tournament and, and and the depletedness throughout the squad, I don't feel like some of the players fit that style in the way that Serena wanted to play it. Um, and we obviously struggled a lot with the connection. So the fact that she adapted the formation, actually for, for the personnel on the pitch, um, it really suited us. I felt like Russo having somebody closer to up top, a little bit of pace around her in, in Lowen Hemp really worked. I think obviously having um, Lauren Jane more central, I really, I really enjoyed that. I think you know to 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 come and put her centrally in a game and score two goals, three assists. I don't think that's ever been done in a, a male or female World Cup. So I think that role in there really complemented her, allowed her to get into the game and have an impact. I felt we looked secure at the back with three out and out defenders, and obviously Katie Zellum sitting front. It looked strong um, in the absence of Kira, of course. And then I feel like with wing-backs, I think it allows Rach Daly, who we know has had a phenomenal season as a striker, to be in those more advanced positions um, in the, you know, the build-up phase, in the attack. And obviously Lucy Bonds, you know, prefers to go forward than she does backwards. Of course, she can do the both. But I think that role as wing-backs really suited, you know, the personnel we had available. So we looked strong. Of course, it was one game. Um we was really efficient in that game in terms of if you look at the stats, I know it was 6-1, but we was efficient with our finishing. Um, so I think she'll be happy with that. Um, the, the funny thing is, right. you know, she only thought a couple of the mornings, I think it was the morning after the, the Denmark game was when she first thought about that formation. So to go with it and do it in training and turn it around so quickly, I think it just shows the level of coach she is and obviously the, the way the players have been able to adapt as well. Yeah, I, I think there's, they're going to have to be, make at least another change on their way to the final. And I think teams will definitely be able to read into it now and, and set up correctly. So I think she needs well, at least one more change. I don't know what that but, is, because that's why I'm only a, a level two coach. But, but she will be able to to um, get the right tactics, depending on the opponent, um, and make it work. But yeah, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to hopefully seeing other players get a chance uh, at, at the World sure. Cup and just kind of use that squad. Whether she has the yeah. opportunity to do that as we get closer, closer knockout rounds is, is another question. But yeah, let's go. Let go. Thanks for your question, guys. 
obviously starts guys we've got obviously a podcast our next podcast is on monday after the england um nigeria game so any questions between now and then obviously there's a few around the 16 game throw them in obviously we don't put a, a post up until the day of the game to say put your questions through but anything between now and then or during the england game that you want us to chat about after the sooner you get them in then obviously we could talk about those topics um in our next podcast on monday thank you for listening and we will see you then ciao ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.